I'm Brenda. I'm Jess. And welcome to The Catch-Up. So we're excited to be here. We're on episode three. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Three was my magic number recently because I oh. got a pub date for my book and it's 3-3 three, yes. three of next year. No pressure so, on this episode. Jeez. No pressure at all. <laughs> no pressure. But, and the other funny thing about this episode is, you know, the central conceit of this entire podcast is that Jess and I are catching up because Jess is moving away. She's moving to Vermont. But, you know, you can't see this because you're just listening. But Jess is sitting right next to me. She has not yet moved. <laughs> or am I? No, I have, I have not moved. I am sitting here. We, um, we're moving in a couple of weeks. And, you know, I've been asking people, like, is it okay that I haven't started packing yet? Um, and, and no one says that it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I and would say you I, definitely yeah. have to start packing. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Packing is a good thing if you're moving. That's I mean, true. I guess I don't want to just show up at an, the empty house. But boxes are bad, right? Like, I'm going to get there and yeah. sort of be like, whew. That's a lot of boxes. This is true. So maybe this I'm better. True. Just go. Yeah, just, go show up. just show up. Just show up with some toothbrushes. Yeah, and two and, kids, and, right? And you're they'll, good. They'll be fine. Don't forget your kids. Right. Definitely bring them. Yes. That's they'll a great come idea. With me. That's good. Okay. Although so we're I set. feel like mentally, you're like, I'm not ready to pack. I want to stay here. So why don't I you just mean, stay? Look, born and bred New Yorker. Like, <laughs> come on. I, no, I don't want to stay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should stay. Right. And I think your mom thinks you, you should stay too. Right. So on behalf of your mother, please stay. Thanks. Now I'm just going to sit here in silence with the mom guilt. I really appreciate that, Brenda. Yeah. So, you know, as you're talking to people about moving, I know people are excited for you. Everyone has different reactions. It's sort of like a Rorschach test, like how they react to you saying that you're moving. But, I mean, has anyone asked you the really important question of the day, which is, do they have blowouts in Vermont? Well, you know, you were the first to ask. (laughs) I'm so glad you did because I was like, wait a minute. Let me check this out. Do they? Luckily, I Googled, and they do. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Are you right. sure? Quality um, blowouts? I mean, a New York blowout? I, I See, know. I have a feeling, actually, there's, like, the place that's, like, ah. this is where you can get the good one. Like, that's a good point. I don't think that there's going to be, like, a list of, like, ten different places. Ah. But, you know, and then you might be thinking, well, how are you going to get an appointment? But how Brenda, indeed. it doesn't matter. We're doing a podcast. This is true. <laughs> right. That is a very right. good point. Um, so I don't need I don't need blowouts for the podcast. That's, and, that's one know, thing off the list. One of the things you talked about is sort of this idea about slowing down when you go to Vermont. Maybe you won't need pot, maybe you won't need uh, blowouts <laughs> once you get there. Right, exactly. <laughs> then you'll just let your hair dry naturally. Right. Well, that that is slow. <laughs> I have a lot of hair. <laughs> I love it. I love right. it. But I know what you mean. You're saying like um, you know going up somewhere. You're slowing down. So you you have, like, less tasks to do. I sort of have this idea, like, I'll just be able to, like, more leisurely just be in my house and not feel like I have to run to the next place or the next place. Like how life kind of slowed down when we moved from Brooklyn to Manhattan to the Burbs. Yeah, I mean, when you first were telling me this idea, you said, you know, you want to slow down, you want a different pace of life. And what I had said to you was, wherever you are... Wherever you go, there you are. Right. 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 I love that expression because it's true. Like you move and it's different, but you're still you. Right. You still. Right. I'm still bringing myself and my patterns. Right. Right. Absolutely. And like I'm a busy person here in New York. I like to do a lot of different things. I don't think I'm going to get up there and stop liking to do different things. Yeah. So it's going to be, it will be different things. Let's say we're going to be skiing more, which is part of the reason we're going there, hiking more. Apparently right near our house, there's like 10 different areas to go. So for the first year, I'll be exploring those things. Yeah. Um, So it's that the things will change 
And I don't know if the pace necessarily will change. I'm going to see. I'm excited for that part of the adventure. Yeah, but I like what you said because it is true. When you move out of the city and you move out to the burbs, it is, in fact, a slower pace of life. Right, right. Right? There's no longer that pressure to be out doing something every night of the week. You sort of pick and choose a little more. As your lifestyle changes, the lifestyle here does move a little slower. Right. So hopefully more so in Vermont. But, you know, you can always come back if you don't like it, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, it's an hour flight, pretty much. So if I need that fix. There you go. I'm going to get it. It does does feel like, I need the fix. Let's go. I, and, I just, I'm I mean, excited to see when that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, we're going in August. Like, of course, I'm like, well, I know this weekend in September I can come. I know this other weekend in October I can come. Okay. So we'll see what happens. And obviously, you'll have to come back to New York anytime you need a blowout. <laughs> Clearly. That's right. And, you know, to bring it back to my current obsession, Fleabag, because mm-hmm. in the past week, everything comes back to Fleabag. Right. As she said, Anthony, hair is, is No, she said, hair is everything, Anthony. And I know Anthony's at the end because they're putting it on tote bags now. Hair is everything, Anthony. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I love that line because it is kind of true. Sometimes, you know, hair can make a good day a bad day. It can sort of determine a lot about how, you know, your day goes and how you act and how you interact with the world. So It's so true. And it's true for so many, like, different types of women. Women who are in the city all the time or yeah. women who are... Um, at home mostly, yeah. just that, that blowout really can change your day. It but, can. But the and hair is everything, Anthony. I was thinking just when you said that there's going to be these tote bags. So yeah. how am I going to pick what salon to go to You know, when I go to Vermont? <laughs> well, I'm going to get the tote bag. And then yeah. whoever reacts well to the tote bag, they get my business for the I blowout. Like it. Right. That's so the only, test. If o- only if you have seen Fleabag and you're <laughs> right. obsessed with Fleabag. Exactly. If you like run over to me and say, I love your tote bag, yeah. you got my business. Yeah, and right. (laughs) I think that's that's a good way to do it um, Mm -hmm. because I'm literally obsessed with the show now. It's all I can think about. It's all I can talk about. I immediately started watching it again from the beginning, the second I finished, because, you know, there's something to that, like when Mm. you sort of, like the way we consume culture now, you can sort of binge it and you're sort of watching at a very fast pace, no breaks, and I just couldn't stop. Um, it's nice to sort of slow down, and I think it's always a different experience when you see something for the second time because you no longer have to figure out the trajectory of the plot. You know exactly what's going to happen, so you get to really enjoy each little detail. You can enjoy every little joke. You can enjoy the plants and see how they come to fruition later. Right. Um, it's like a totally different experience. I think that's also a good way. I've done that with other shows. I haven't done that with Fleabag yet, but that is a good idea because yeah. how things change through to season two. Um, but but also what I found when you find when you watch a show again, you find different episodes that you love. Yeah, absolutely. you are like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know this was such a good episode or this one had the best jokes or this one was the most insightful. So it's yeah. also a good way to go back and find out maybe what you really, really um, spoke to you more. And um, yeah, yeah, I want to say about this show, like how it's speaking to me or how it spoke to me because I did just watch it the one time <laughs> um, we spoke. Yeah. But now it spoke to me. It's just. Um, you know, the comedy, the drama, right? Obviously, that makes yeah. a good show. Absolutely. But um, it basically, the character said things that we don't normally say. That's right. And I always am amazed when that happens, living so long on this earth, consuming <laughs> so much media and entertainment, yeah. how a show can surprise you that way. Yeah. And do that, where you're sitting on your couch and you're going, whoa. And I was actually sitting, uh, I was with my partner, but he wasn't like very actively watching. Sort oh, of wow. like a little bit of our routine. He was did by he the like end, it? though. Oh, he did. Yeah. 
But, um, he was you know, into the hot priest. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but, um, you know, where you're just like, did you see that? And, yeah. you know, it, they were just talking, but just the way and what they were saying. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, I have like a funny relationship with that because obviously I'm obsessed with the show and right. I love with the show. But to some extent, um, you know, I'm a women's fiction writer and the note I always get is your protagonist needs to be more likable. Right. This character needs to be more likable. And to some extent, you know, when I do my book talks and stuff, I need to be more likable, right? There's something about a female author needing to be likable and that's a note that a male author never gets, right? Right. Um, so with this show, she doesn't concern herself with likability. She no. concerns herself with realness, which I think is part of what's so refreshing and amazing. That was the word. I just like took a deep breath when you said realness because it's yeah. so comforting. Yeah, yeah. It's so and you feel like this sense of belonging too. Yes, yes. and ultimately okay. that's also what makes her right. likable. That's what makes you root for her, right? Absolutely. So Good there's point. something interesting in there. Um, yes. Although that's not something I'm able to achieve with my fiction because I keep getting that damn oh, likability note. note. So you, yeah. when you get your edits back, you're like, that word better not be in there. I mean, it's definitely a pet peeve with a lot okay. of other authors I know. It's definitely a thing. Um mm -hmm. But, you know, but speaking of likability, yes. Glee was in the news. I saw it on my Pop Sugar feed. Uh, I'm so glad you said likability with Glee because yeah. that show is so likable. You know, so if you're likeable. a show tunes person, oh, that show God, comes yeah. on and you you can be who you are yes. in that show, watching yeah. that show. Absolutely. So apparently the um, cast members of Glee had a reunion and there was karaoke involved, as you do, because, you know, <laughs> right. it's Glee. They're all right. amazing singers. But they did a cover of Shallow, and I don't understand why I can't watch it right now. Get right. in my eyeballs. Why, well, so, why is that not available? Right. Why is that not recorded? <laughs> I need that right now. I feel like that, you know, this. I guess this touches on the privacy issue. No? Mm. <laughs> but um, that sounds amazing. But they put the pictures on Instagram and right. said they did it. So in terms of privacy, I'm like, let's just take it to the next level. May I please hear that? Right. <laughs> right. Well, I'm I'm like going into I'm thinking about um, the marketability marketability. Like maybe yeah. they're like, wait, this is an amazing idea. Let's sing shallow and yeah. not put it out. And then like two weeks from now, put it out for money. I don't know. That's, That's like my is that cynical? I will buy that. I know. Recording. It's like, no, it's not cynical. Here's the money. This is me. <laughs> this is my money. No question. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope they're doing that because I need to hear right. it right now. Right. There was a funny thing about Shallow. Someone had posted on social media a kid singing Shallow. She must have been like 10 years old. She had this incredible voice. Right. And it was really exciting to hear this little kid with this amazing voice. And, you know, on social media, things can sort of go viral sort of overnight. Uh, so she started singing it. But then when it got to that part where Lady Gaga does that like guttural moan, yes. oh which gosh, is the best what? part of the song, of course, the kid just sort of like, <laughs> it was almost like clinical. Like it was beautifully uh -huh. done, perfect scales, okay. perfect. It just, the singing was perfect, but that's not what you're looking for in that part of the song. You're looking for that oh, sort of like right. heartache and like tear your heart right? out. And it's like Lady Gaga's a woman who's been through life. She's been through, you know, failures and rejection and just everything that goes into her Lady singing. Lady Gaga that. is all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
everything that goes into that part of that song, this 10-year-old couldn't access, which, you know, is a great thing because a 10-year-old should still be totally young and innocent. But there was something really funny about her singing that song and she was missing sort of like the the, anger and longing. Yeah. Well, then if she had done it that guttural way, we'd be saying, is that little girl okay? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Right. Right. So if your child can sing shallow like Lady Gaga, you need to ask. Is she okay? Is she okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, next so. time we will check in on that little girl. Let's do that. And we will talk more about how the move is going. Hopefully yes. you will have packed a box One, by then, a I'll, suitcase. I'll do a box. I'll commit to a box. How about that? <laughs> okay. It's good to commit. I like okay. that. Commit to a box. Yes. So thanks so much for joining us on the catch up. We can't wait to see you guys next time. See you soon. <laughs>